Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour with your host, Sam Leibowitz. Good morning, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I'm very, very pleased that you are here with me today. I am back live. I hope you enjoy those couple of uh, pre-recorded shows that we aired while I was away. Um, I took a very much needed and uh, uh, well-enjoyed vacation out of the country um, down to beautiful South America, to the Galapagos Islands and Ecuador. And, you know, before I get to my quotes of the day, I just really want to say to anybody listening that it is so, so important. And believe me, you know, when I hear people talk about vacation sometimes and I'm so busy and I haven't had a chance to take a break, I, I, I think to myself, yeah, but, you know, oh, I got this and I got that to do. It is so, so, so important, no matter how busy you are, no matter, you know, what your situation is, no matter what constraints you're under, to really take a break, to recharge your batteries, to, um, you know, regroup and, and give your mind an opportunity to rest, to not think about work, to, to experience something new, to be around nature. Because when you come back, you can be so much more productive. You know, we don't even realize when we keep going and going and going that um, it, how much it wears us down. We don't even realize like the lack of creativity, you know, as it gets drained from us because we're so focused on the same thing day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. You know, the mind and the body and the soul needs rest. And um, when you do take that break, it really uh, makes a huge, huge difference. So uh, it had been more than a couple of years since I've had a, a good vacation like that. It was much appreciated and I really enjoyed it. So hope you will follow that example. And look, hey, you don't have to go out of the country. You don't have to go to some far and distant land. You, you can, you know, do a staycation. You can do things around the city that you've never done before or wherever you happen to be or go, you know, f find some out-of-the-way place that's close by. Anyway, so... Um, we will have uh, Selena Matreya next week back with us doing her Practical Spirituality Tips of the Week. But for now, let's start off with, of course, our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what they have in store for us today from the universe. To heal, correct, rebound, resettle, restore, and prevail are your natural inborn responses that can handle any turbulence that comes from living within the jungles of space and time. They're gifts that need not be opened or figured out to be used. Getting too logical will only slow you down. Simply stand aside, let spirit emerge, have no doubt, and your wings will appear. Love that look on your face right now. The universe. Mmm, very good. Okay, interesting. And let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. When people ask us, how long does it take for something to manifest? We say, it takes as long as it takes you to release the resistance. Could be 30 years, could be 40 years, could be 50 years, could be a week, could be tomorrow afternoon. Abraham. Ah, it's, uh, you know, one of those quotes, and you know, it's so interesting when you, when, whenever we talk about law of attraction, you know, people always get hung up on the fact that, you know, oh, it's, you know, oh, I'm, I'm doing all the right things. How come stuff isn't manifesting for me? And, and because we think just because I do one thing or two things or I do, you know, even you do everything right, that things should manifest instantaneously. And that's not the way the universe works. It's not the way this physical 3D density universe is put together. Because if it did manifest right away, oh my God, what chaos we would have. 
So the universe wants to make sure that you really mean it. So it takes some time. And you have to remember that it's not just what you think, what you say, what you do. The universe responds to your vibration, to your frequency, to that energy that we all emit inside ourselves that's deeper and more profound and more subtle than our thoughts and our words and our deeds. So you may work things out. You may be perfectly clear. You may be ready to receive all the abundance in the world. But if there's any bit of resistance within you, any bit of not feeling worthy, any bit of not deserving, any bit of worry or fear or concern, oh, what if I... What if I mess it up? Oh, what if I, if I do bad things with the money? Oh, you, you know, what if I become selfish? You know, if there's any of that, that's going to slow it down. And what Abraham is saying with this quote is that if that vibration is completely gone, you can manifest something tomorrow. But if it's still there and, and, and it, and it stays sort of insidiously just under the surface and you, and you don't even realize it and you keep trying to manifest something and manifest something and manifest something, it can take days, weeks, years even to allow, and this is the key, it's about allowing that thing you're trying to manifest into your life. You know, the universe is more than ready, willing, and able and prepared to bring to us everything we want to manifest in our lives. And if we're not manifesting what we say we want, well, you know, maybe there's some resistance there. Maybe there's a reason why it's not manifesting to give us an opportunity to see what is the resistance. You know, I'm, I'm really very big with all of my coaching clients about the necessity for looking inside. Stop looking outside to the external world about why things aren't working for you. Look inside. If you look inside and say to yourself, hmm, the universe isn't bringing me what I want. I wonder what might there be inside of me that's keeping that from happening. The world of discovery you will open up to yourself by doing that will be tremendous. And this way also, and, I, and I'm really very strict uh, with my clients about this, um, you also empower yourself. Because if you keep blaming the universe for not bringing you what you want, you're essentially disempowering yourself. You're essentially saying, you have no control over your life. You have no power in your life. It's up to the universe to do everything for you. And the truth is, the universe will give you everything you truly want. But you have to make the choice to let go and allow those things into your life. And again, this is not a superficial allowing. This is not, oh, I feel happy and joyful today, so all good things are going to come to me. You know, it's not on the surface. It's something deep within. You really have to feel it within yourself that I deserve this, that I deserve to be taken care of, that you know what? It doesn't matter if I mess up or not. It doesn't matter if I'm selfish or not. It doesn't matter if I do good with this resource or not. It'll be a learning process. I deserve the learning. And if I mess up, it'll be a great lesson and I'll do better next time. Right? We have to allow ourselves to be human beings. Allow yourself to receive what it is that you say you want. Because if you continue to second guess yourself. If you continue to say, oh, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know, you know, will I do the right things or not? If you continue 
to to doubt yourself, you're just putting up more resistance and more walls to receiving what it is that you want. And you know what? It even comes down to little practical things. You'll second guess yourself. You'll make wrong choices. You'll you'll do things you know that we say to sabotage ourselves. It's not to sabotage ourselves. We'll just exercise poor judgment. You know, because we're not that certain. Because, you know, we're fearful. So again, this is internal work. And Again, you know, the more we allow ourselves to be human, the more we accept ourselves for where we are at the time and know that we're doing the best we can with what we have at the time, you know, the more we can allow the experiences, the lessons, the joy, the happiness into our life. We don't have to be perfect. We weren't put here to be perfect. We put here to learn and to grow. So I hope that was helpful. And it is really my deep, deep pleasure to introduce our guest this week, who is known as Almin. She has been acknowledged as a leading seer, mystic of our time. She's a gifted teacher and lecturer. She's gained a very large international following while traveling the world, delivering her empowering, life-altering message to those who are drawn to live a life of mastery. And this is one of the reasons why I'm very happy to have her on, because she is wonderful at uh, empowering people. She's a prolific author, and many of her books have been translated into many languages. Uh, her online teachings range from mysticism, self-mastery, shamanism, to cutting-edge alchemy. Um, and much of uh, Almin's information comes from her renowned gift as a translator of ancient records. And we're going to talk about what that means. Um, and we're going to talk about um, all kinds of w things related to oneness and duality, timelines and timelessness, and really how to live a truly conscious uh, life um, today. So uh, Almin, I really want to uh, welcome you to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Good morning, and I'm delighted to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And, and I, I appreciate, I know this is early in the morning for where you are in the West Coast, um, so I know it's a little bit early. And uh, what I would like to do, Almin, I, I have a bunch of questions just kind of about your background and, and your history and how you sort of got on this path. Uh, but first, uh, we do need to take a little bit of a, a quick break first. And so when we come back, I would really like to delve in and kind of give people some background on you. And then we'll really get deep into the work, okay? Thank you very much. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Our guest this hour is the spiritual teacher known as Almin, and we will be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Bonjour, this is Dominique de Coq. Bonjour, c'est Tamara Zuboff. Bonjour, c'est Asania Kone. We are hosting Pardon My French New York City. Our guests come from all over the world. From Mali to New Caledonia, from Paris to Quebec. French is a common language, yet they all come from different cultures, backgrounds or countries. And their common desire is to make New York their home. Listen to them share their stories. Join us at Pardon My French New York City every Monday from 1 to 2 p.m. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183 that's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. TalkingAlternative.com 
Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is the mystical teacher known as Almin. Almin, you know, I have to admit that before I met uh, Sandra, um, who had uh, been a guest on the show a couple of times, I had not heard of you or your teachings. And uh, I'd like to think I try and get out there and, and meet a lot of people. So I'm just curious of, uh, I know you've been a teacher and, uh, and uh, uh, working as a healer for, for many years years what brought you to this path were you always um sort of on a mystical path in your life or was this something that developed later on you know there's a little background to that and it is that when i was approximately 19 years old Mm -hmm. it was as though my life began and i was simply dropped in the middle of a society that seemed very strange to me um Everything before is is a memory that feels a bit like a dream. Mm. And um, so this experience of just profound, let's just call it awakening, Uh um, led me to search everywhere for answers. And Uh I've gone through um, multiple periods of shamanism and healing through the membered oneness and so on, only to often return there. Um, The search has been very prevalent in my life. Mm. And, and so uh, before that, that time of, of, of this awakening, when you were 19, I mean, had you been doing meditation? Had you been, been studying stuff? Or, or, or was it just something very much uh, out of the blue? Um, I started studying world religions uh-huh. um, in, in a second language when I was six years old. Oh. Um, I was actually a little Afrikaans kid, and, and um they were written in English, so I taught myself English, and I started reading them at the age of six. And I used to have to hide them under my mattress. My parents were sure I was going to be a heretic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you always had sort of the inclination, um, yes. but it wasn't until the age of 19. And, and, and where in Africa were you from originally? Um, from South Africa, Cape Town. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. We've had uh, a number of uh, uh, wonderful teachers from South Africa on the show over the years. And and, and so at what point um, did you feel, uh, as you were studying and seeking answers, uh, did you feel that you found your own path? Because what you do, I mean, with the healing work, the Belvaspada, and and the other and the the sigils and all the things you do, is something at least I feel is very unique to you. Um, at what point did you kind of feel like you found your own path as opposed to um, uh, following someone else's? Um, it happened. In, on January the 5th, 2005, actually, oh, okay. um, before that, I was walking around in this state of just highly anticipated, almost anxiety that life is about to change so un- unforeseeably that I am not prepared for it. And it did on the 5th. Um, I started to have massive visions. I went, I was pulled into the underworld. I found myself on the 20 force of that month standing in front of the ascended masters on a massive round crystal floor that was like a seer stone. Mm. And they were gathered in a in this circular um, seating and I, I found myself standing on that floor. Uh. And they asked me, state your purpose <laughs> which, <laughs> you know, is not an answer that comes very easily to most people because they're mostly into questions rather right. than feeling they have found their purpose. But um, the answer just came that it was to lead myself from freedom of illusion and then show others how I step so they can do the same. Ah. And so once you sort of stated that purpose, did they uh, guide you and and give you these gifts or did just things start to naturally unfold for you? Unbelievable events transpired right after that. Apparently... The earth was going through, it's, it had begun on its ascension up into light. Mm. And there was major work to be done by the light workers of the earth mm-hmm. to do with thinning illusions so that the membranes were able to open as the earth moved through them into higher dimensions. Mm. This started at the end of January. Literally on the first day of February, February is always a very, very important month. It's the cosmic 
New Year when time maps change, apparently. So um, that that began working with hidden realms in a way that I had never thought possible. And eventually I struggled and struggled, and I needed the assistance. Six spirits came into my home to help with this process. Mm -hmm. Um, My teaching methods had to change completely and dramatically, and half my student base left. Oh, wow. You know, they thought completely that I must have lost it. So, so you mean, had this a, began then. So you had already built up a, a sort of a bit of a following, and you're already teaching people. Yes, I, I had. And, yes. and, but at this point, it was such a dramatic shift in what was going on. I guess some people yes. couldn't, couldn't deal with the, the dramatic shift, exactly. and other people did stay with you. And well, in, I started to teach publicly in 97, And so I had, you know, at that point, quite a student base. And Mm. this dramatic shift, as you said, was not acceptable to many. Right, right. But I started to work with the hidden realms, and I Mm -hmm. struggled, struggled with the languages. And towards um, October of 2005, Mm -hmm. suddenly it clicked. And one day I could completely telepathically speak to any race in its own language. And oh. I could speak it, I could write it, and I could translate it. Oh, wow. So this was a, sort of a, um, a gift that you got or, or something that you developed where then the communication became much easier for you and, and much more clear so that you understood. Oh, it's incredible blessing. I, you know, I speak whatever. If angel, Angels don't always have the same language. Right. And there are angel gods and there are angels and archangels, and mm-hmm. they have different languages, and I get communications on a daily basis from beings, mm. and to be able to know their languages, it's invaluable. Mm. I- I'm sure, um, as you've walked on your path and, and with all these tremendous things happening, that, that there must always be you know, some little times of self-doubt, of, of self-questioning, of like, am I going crazy or is this real? How do you keep yourself centered when you when you have those you know moments or glimpses or maybe you don't i don't know but but uh, i know most of us usually do how do you keep yourself centered and 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 like uh, you know keep keep feeling like you are moving forward in the right way well there's a couple of things first is are there times that and <laughs> there is not a lot of time my day starts now at 4 a.m. in the morning Oof. and i work most of the day, okay. um, but the tools that pour force mm-hmm. and the classes that I teach in every instance mm-hmm. is something that I could not possibly have known ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So everything I do is brand new to me, mm-hmm. and that's why the, you mentioned how prolific my books are mm-hmm. being produced. That's why, because they come out of this total silence within and there isn't thought given to them so all i need to do is sit down and write and i can do that into eternity and sometimes these records hover in the air in front of me Mm -hmm. and when they do there is uh, no doubt that that's the next one that i have to translate and um, we've been able to photograph them we've also been able to photograph scrolls that come up from above my head and you see them multiple scrolls becoming clearer and clearer and then the clear one rests on my head wow. and it's usually when I'm, I'm speaking to my class from one of the records wow. there isn't much room for self-doubt if you know what i mean because yeah. firstly the losing of mind mm-hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> i've lost that a long time ago <laughs> there is just silence there and mm. um unless there is some form of deduction necessary there I can go for days without sleep because mm. I don't register that I'm tired until I have to do something like a math problem. Ah, interesting. So would you say then that uh, you really live more from your heart as opposed to from your mind as most people do? Um, I've gone through stages. Mm-hmm. And from the mind, I spent years bringing in tools to organize mind so that it's a tool and not a tyrant. Mm. And so that it can actually use so little energy that aging will stop. And secondly, that um, it doesn't drain the energy required for the non-cognitive messages. 
because the uh-huh. left brain will suck up everything it can, and if there's something left, left then it will only interpret the non-cognitive. So I, there's been many years that, you know, before 2005, I worked as a um, philosophical Nagual, which is a specific form of Nagual that mm-hmm. uses perception to set one free from your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I, I worked as that, so the cerebral was very important to me as a tool mm-hmm. of stretching one beyond your existing paradigms. Mm-hmm. After that, I went into oneness with such profound bliss, I could hardly move. And um, had to sort of fight my way through into my daily life because I had just adopted a beautiful little Native American girl at the time, oh. and I had to be her mother. And so this heart-based was oneness mm. with deep, deep, deep bliss. And as I went from total emptiness into total fullness, everything was me and speaking to me. And I used to hear this message Live where the curved line and the straight line meets and meet. And I heard it over and over again. Hmm. And finally, I realized that the next stage beyond that is the combining of the cerebral and the heart. And then the stage that goes beyond that is the state of, it's a resurrected state, and it's a state of pure beingness. It's a place where they're actually, you're no longer living from light and love. You've become divine compassion, which is um, like tonal luminosity. It's like the two elements combine into one. Mm. And you realize that life and death and ascension are but mirrors in life. Mm -hmm. And you've stepped out of the mirrors and you use them only as tools. So it's it's a stage that um, I, I only fully entered in in August, um, and it's oh, quite wow. an amazing experience. So uh, we have to take another break in a moment, but I just wanted to ask you, uh, it sounds like your experiences and your teachings are so esoteric and so profound. I imagine that the vast majority of people who are attracted to you and your teaching are people who have maybe already been on a spiritual path, have already studied maybe other mystery schools or esoteric knowledge? Or, or do you find that, you know, people even with no background in, in spirit come to you as well? Well, see, every class I teach, none of us know anything. Hmm. Because what I'm going to teach is brand new to me as well. Ah. So really, all the study that you may have done, uh-huh. it's literally of no value when information is coming in that hasn't ever been there before. Hmm. And so um, in the first day, it's usually a very full plate for people. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the workshop, mm-hmm. they absolutely know what's going on. And I have found that to be truly, truly the case. So, so it, it's really like people don't even need to come with any background. They don't they need no, to, they don't. to read any no. of your books or anything. They just show up and what comes. comes. What the books help with mm-hmm. is that we have the same vocabulary. Ah, because um, okay. if I'm talking about things that are outside the realm of mind, mm-hmm. then um, I have to sort of make up my own vocabulary. Yeah. And although I do my best to explain it, it makes it easier. Uh-huh. And my work is brand new every day, actually, uh-huh. but it has never contradicted itself. Oh, and the manuscripts I handwrite, they are stacks that are at least three times my height at this point. Wow. And But not one time has it contradicted. It has always just evolved. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Um, really, that's for me the biggest miracle. <laughs> that is. That is truly amazing. Um, okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I really do want to talk about sort of in today's world, so many people talk about oneness and versus duality, and really what that means in, 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 in your life and, and how it can help us to sort of inc- get past these concepts in our daily lives, okay? Sure. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 
Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at monty at montytaylor.com. That's monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at montytaylor.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Earth was still flat And the clouds made of fire The mountains stretched up To the sky sometimes higher Folks roamed the earth Like big rolling cakes They had two sets of arms Two sets of legs They had two faces peering Out of one giant head And they could watch all around them And they talked while they Welcome back. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we're talking this hour with the mystic and teacher, Almin. Um, so, Almin, uh, these days in, in the spiritual community, you hear people talking a lot about oneness versus duality and, and, and getting to sort of the state of non-duality. And, and in society today, we're so bombarded with you know things that we consider evil and awful and horrible and 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 how do you get past you know these concepts when when you know we're bombarded with these images of of war and strife and starvation and and real suffering real human suffering all right well um i think perhaps if i could divide your question into two sections okay because first of all the issue of duality and oneness mm-hmm. it would be helpful if we could use sort of are all on the same page with what what that means. Yes, yes. And if I could take a quick few minutes and just explain uh, from my perspective what I have discovered about those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because obviously we would think that oneness is more desirable than duality. Mm-hmm. But oneness not having opposites, but incorporating the opposites within. However, oneness itself is an opposite mm-hmm. to duality. Mm. And the more you emphasize the one mm-hmm. of any couple of dual pairs, mm-hmm. of of one side of the stick is more emphasized than the other. Mm-hmm. The other is going to go deeper into its role. In addition, you mm-hmm. have to eventually pay the piper. So at some point, oneness will get so battered that it is pulled back into the game of, of separation. 
Uh, it can only stay in it so long. It's like life and death and the rebirth cycles that that creates because mm-hmm. they're opposites. Okay. So the goal would be not to get into oneness, but to, to get to the place where there is no opposite inherent in oneness. So let me sort of give a summary of, of what I mean by that. And summary is kind of hard to do with this. because it it pertains to the movement of the cosmos. It's which movement are we going to adhere to of this big tutorial in-breath and out-breath of God, as the Hindus call it. Mm -hmm. Um, Duality. Duality functions like a stick, Mm -hmm. and both sides of the stick are pulling in opposite directions. That creates the density necessary from the tension that, arises from two opposite pools, the tension, the tension is, creates density that makes physical life. Yeah. If somebody goes into oneness, then they have become the whole stick. Mm-hmm. But really, why it's still not an escape is what it has done is that it has taken the dual nature of life and internalized it. Instead of living on one end of the stick or the other, you have become the entire stick. The problem there is that when you try and incorporate two opposites, what happens is that they cancel each other out because they still exist separately. Mm-hmm. So if you move beyond either duality or oneness, mm-hmm. you can get to a state in which there has to be an incorporation and an integration of these into a, a mutual field, but they express separately in the form of emphasis. In other words, you live two things at once that are opposites, mm-hmm. but one is emphasized more than the other. And a good example is the masculine and feminine within each of us. Mm-hmm. We're emphasizing either the feminine or we're emphasizing the masculine. Right. That's all there is. And, right. But the, there are both present. So we have to actually get beyond duality and oneness. Otherwise, the more the light workers go into oneness and into the bliss that is associated with oneness, and it's extremely addictive, by the way. Yes. So as you go into the oneness with that bliss, the mm-hmm. more you, of us go into that, the more the other side of the stick overpolarizes into, might I say these Mm -hmm. heinous things that you are mentioning so how incredible is that that light workers actually the more light there is that they become the more they promote this distortion Uh Um, so the study of how to integrate it Mm -hmm. is very much what my work is about because it's a journey I've walked through all of these stages so I've mapped it out and I understand a little better Though this journey never ends, and there's daily something I don't understand, Mm -hmm. but I do understand a little better what is required to live beyond duality, whether you are in oneness or in separation consciousness. So you really, if if I catch your meaning... It's really about sort of integration and balance. It, it's not about being yes. at one extreme or the other, but really kind of being in the middle, being centered. Yes, that's actually very well said. I thought, wish I had thought of it that way. Good and succinct. <laughs> I, I like that. And, you know, I've always said that countries like India, mm-hmm. where the masters are in this absolute bliss and they walk past hungry children on the sidewalk and, mm-hmm. and things like that, would a single hesitation, because it's karma, everything's in divine perfection, so no action needed, even though the child's right in front of my feet. Mm-hmm. Um, that, a state like that mm-hmm. actually attracts war. Mm. Yes. Because the, if, let's say, a whole society were to go into oneness, right. for sure they would attract war, because the other option is stagnation. Because there's very little movement mm-hmm. when you are in oneness in the fields around the body. So you don't generate a lot of energy. Eventually, you start to drain energy and you stagnate. And when life stagnates, 
war always comes because it's a very profound energy source. Mm, mm. Right. I mean, there's the, that old expression that either you're growing or you're dying. Very good, yes. Yes. So... Uh, so for somebody's sort of personal practice in their own life, do you have recommendations of, of what people can do to sort of live more integratedly or to sort of live in a way that's going to promote taking things to a, a, a different level so that we can work out sort of these strife and these difficult things we find around us? Um, I, I do. In fact, there's two things we can do particularly pertaining to the very aggravated news that we are confronted with, the killings and starvation mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. There's particular techniques for that, just to focus on that. Okay. Firstly, we attract what we focus on. Mm -hmm. I don't have any television in my home that can access news channels and things like that. Uh -huh. um, there's carefully chosen movies that I watch mm -hmm. um, with my beautiful daughter, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Because if I am going to take up the mantle of divinity, of creating rea um, reality, which is a key concept, mm -hmm. that we take up that responsibility rather than being spectators, mm -hmm. that we become the sacred government, through self-government. Mm. That's my second concept. But it's important then that where I focus, life will flourish. Do I really want to focus on such bad news? Right. Um, if it happens to be in my face, mm -hmm. it's mine to look at. Mm. Now, if that's the case, let's say that there is a specific um, horrific case of child abuse. Right. If it's in, outside of us, it is inside of us. Um, right. So, where in ourselves do we abuse our inner child? Right, is right. there enough fun and lightness and play, mm -hmm. or is it delegated to a dark corner and fed mm -hmm. crumbs? Right. So, to change within, to change life without, is the way to respond to the bad news. Right. So, really and to then, look at it as a reflection of what is going on inside of us, that if it's showing up in our, wor in, in our own personal world somehow, it's because there's something internal within us. Yes, that we need to look at. Right. And, you know, we spoke about duality and oneness. Mm -hmm. In duality, life is a reflection. Mm -hmm. And life is hard mm -hmm. because... Um, reflection is always opposite in the mirror. If you hold a newspaper up, mm -hmm, the letters right. are backwards. Right. And if the yin and the yang are are opposite each other, the masculine and feminine, in duality, that means they're hostile to one another. Mm. And um, as you go into oneness, life becomes an expression, mm -hmm. which means life becomes a graceful um, image of what you are. Right. So it changes there. Right. Uh, I, I'm afraid I, you know, we really, this is only an hour show. Unfortunately, I, I was just saying, telling Janice, our engineer, that I need about three hours to talk with you. But um, we have to take another quick break. And, and when we come back, um, I want to just touch upon uh, maybe very briefly some of the things uh, uh, that you've mentioned on your website and, and maybe give uh, people some kind of uh, uh, things to help them with their own personal growth, as I am very much focused on empowering people. Okay, Almin? Sure. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be back in just a moment. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern right here at TalkingAlternative.com.
Bonjour, this is Dominique de Coq. Bonjour, c'est Tamara Zuboff. Bonjour, c'est Asania Kone. We are hosting Pardon My French New York City. Our guests come from all over the world. From Mali to New Caledonia, from Paris to Quebec. French is a common language, yet they all come from different cultures, backgrounds or countries. And their common desire is to make New York their home. Listen to them share their stories. Join us at Pardon My French New York City every Monday from 1 to 2 p.m. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. I will go to the volcano Melt my heart in Monica snow I will go to the volcano Melt my heart in Monica snow And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been the mystical and spiritual teacher, Almin. Almin, this is our last segment, so um, I really would like to be able to give our audience something of of, of value that I understand it's it's so hard because the things you talk about are so deep and so esoteric that that a lot of it needs the the background and and the uh, un- description to un- really understand things. Um, but I'm just wondering if you could give our audience um, some simple tools or some simple practices to help them when <clears throat> people are having a hard time in their day-to-day life, when they're trying to take their spiritual practice and implement it in their day-to-day life in dealing with friends, families, coworkers, and business. What can you recommend to people to just help them to have a better quality of life by bringing more of spirit into life? Okay. And you know, I feel the same as you. I feel almost like, gosh, if only I had another hour to speak with you, because there's so many things we're touching on that it would be so much clearer. But can I suggest something? Certainly, Um, certainly. We have online courses month by month, and they're usually $100 a month. There is one specific course. Mm-hmm. which is Entering Godhood course, and it's actually a three-month course, but each month is a unit that is self-contained. Uh, okay. Why don't I give your listeners that first $100 um, value month free of Entering oh, Godhood? that would be beautiful. Because, honey, if they'll just contact my office and mention this show, okay. they'll get it completely for free, and it's 20 days of material. Wow. And that is just... One of the the best things that we can do to see how can you live a reality within a confusing reality but maintain the sanctity of your own. Ah, and okay. so it's that, I think, is solution number one, if that's okay. okay with you. Yes, that's wonderful. Thank you very much. It was very generous of you. And then the second thing is this. Um, I agree with you 100% that spirituality is not practical unless, like the Hopis say, it Mm. grows corn. Mm. You want to be able to have it make a difference in your daily life. Right. But there is a subtle way in which even that which we've spoken of can make a difference um, without people really realizing it. Mm -hmm. Or they will eventually, but not right away. See, if you take somebody off the street and you say, okay, I mean, here's Joe Blow off the street, um, you have... 15 minutes to make him more powerful than when he walked in the door. (laughs) Then I will 
give him something to see about himself, mm-hmm. about life, that he has never seen before. Mm. And every time somebody's perception spreads beyond their existing paradigm, mm-hmm. it releases um, the constriction of the old vision, which releases a huge amount of resources, mm-hmm. and power and consciousness equate. Mm-hmm. Meaning that if you see new things, new energy flows in, mm-hmm. and because you have now more energy, you have more consciousness. And consciousness means how much can we be aware of, of this incredible world in which we live in mm-hmm. at once. Mm-hmm. So even if there isn't a practice, which I will give in, in a second here, mm-hmm. even if they could just see something that they didn't think of before, mm-hmm. it would enhance consciousness. So it's anything the basis of a philosophical Nagos um, way of teaching apprentices, you know, which I did for many years before mm-hmm. I started actually um, having a different mission. But the, se- the next thing is this. Mm-hmm. There, if we first of all understand the preciousness of energy and power, right. because so often um, light workers are scared of power, but power mm-hmm. is the answer to consciousness. All you have to do is manage it by not becoming a power seeker, mm-hmm. but a perspective seeker or a perception seeker, mm-hmm. and the power comes effortlessly, and you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. So to have others in our environment pull us into the, the distorted games of dysfunctionality, of neediness, of codependence. Mm-hmm. I give, so now I control, and if I don't control you, then I'm infuriated with you for abandoning me, right? Mm-hmm. This is the codependent triangle that it's estimated 92% of Americans are living. Wow. So this, this is a draining, draining way to relate. Right. If we can start to value the preciousness of our consciousness, mm-hmm. we will refuse to engage where it feeds other people by our giving them attention through their negative behavior. That's right. step one. Right. Okay. Step two, there's another bank account with mm-hmm. a lot of energy in it mm-hmm. that we seldom use, right. that we can use every day. Right. And that is when something negative happens, mm-hmm. it is hiding an insight that when we release that insight, again, floods with energy. Mm. And it is to recapitulate events that have happened either this day or 10 years ago, but that we feel are affecting our our life this moment. And it's, there's nine steps to it. So if I, do we have time and I'll quickly give those nine steps to our listeners? Uh, we have about three minutes left to the show, and I want to make sure you have time to give out your website and let people know how to contact you. Okay. So, well, if, so if maybe... I'll tell you what. All they need to do is to uh-huh. go on one of our blogs or write to our office. We've got um, customer service people everywhere. Ask for the nine steps of recapitulation. Okay. And it is five things that we gain from that experience, and then four attitude adjustments that follow. And they'll be happy to just send it to them. Wonderful, wonderful. And, and yeah, uh, and, and I will definitely, uh, um, if you wouldn't mind uh, l- giving people uh, your websites, you have, I know, like two or three different websites where they can find this information and see your blog, and uh, we'll post it on our Facebook page as well. All right. Um, okay, well, spiritual... Journeys, N-E-Y-S at the end, spiritualjourneys.com okay. um, is a very important one. Mm-hmm. It's our main website. Right. And from there, you can find our Facebooks. We've got Facebooks, as you said, in many languages right. and so forth, our right. blogs. Um, so we also have the I Am Presence. Dot com. Ah, okay, and to yeah. tell you the truth, I am not computer literate, right. so I have no idea <laughs> what's on what or even no you know, the addresses, but they should be able to find everything on spiritualjourneys.com. Spiritual and there's also a little guideline for them mm-hmm. on how to get started because of the 
vast array of information that's poured in yeah. over these years. Yes, you have so there's, I, I mean, I did take a quick look at your websites. There's such a plethora of information. Um, it is amazing. Um, well, it's been really, really a pleasure having you on the show. I appreciate you taking the time out of Thank your busy you so schedule. Much. And, Thank you. Um, I've enjoyed it immensely. And, and uh, where do you usually do your workshops? Uh, we can let our audience know. Um, well, we have a Christmas workshop right in my very sacred home with, um, uh-huh. that's coming up here. Um, uh-huh in about a week and a couple of days right. and there are still a very few places left in that right. um, and it's right here in Newport on the Oregon coast that happens only twice a year uh, okay. um, there are um, also one workshop left with some openings for a personal retreat where people mm-hmm. come in a very small group and deep in-depth training is done mm-hmm. and then the rest of the time our calendar is up much of my work is in Europe and Russia. Uh, um, we're in Greece this year, and uh, then Ohio, and many times in Canada. Okay, so so for for those in the U.S., it's really Oregon, Ohio, and Canada. It's kind of like the local places. Yes, and Toronto. Europe and uh-huh. Oh, wonderful. Yes, we're where Sandra's from, who'd been on the show. Exactly. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Almina. Uh, if you ever come to New York City, I, I hope you will get in touch with me and let me know so I can meet your lovely presence in person. I will. That would be so nice. And we'll get you here in studio, and, and you know, maybe we'll have you back on. I would hope to have you back on in the future. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so, so much. And uh, everybody, bye-bye. bye-bye. Um, thank you all for listening. I know this hour just flew by. Almin is such an amazing teacher. Um, please stay tuned. Coming up next, the 21st Century Entrepreneur with J.C. Maldonado, your, your show for everything about practical entrepreneurship and, and uh, being grounded in your business, followed by Tony Martinetti, Nonprofit Radio. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week. Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. 
If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 